this session will be about, a moment of reflection over the past year, 2023. Secondly, we want to have uh, an opportunity to present a vision for our future as a congregation in 2024. And lastly, we want to imagine the realization of what it's going to take for this vision to come true. But before we start journeying through these goals together this morning, let's not forget our main emphasis for our time together today. We call this day Refined Sunday for many reasons. When you hear the word refine, there is an implication that there is still more work to be done. It conveys a truth that is ever-present in the Lord's church and in the Buford congregation. And that truth is that we are not perfect, nor have we arrived in any sense of the word. Because when it comes to our walk in Christ, there is and always will be some room for improvement. You know, there may be nothing worse in this life than a Christian who believes they have already made it. There may not be anything worse in this life than a Christian who believes that they have already arrived, that, that they maybe are even no longer in need of, of Jesus, in, in need of grace, in, in need of, of improvement. There's nothing worse in this life than a Christian who believes that they already measure up to the fullness of the stature of Christ. The only thing that's worse than an individual Christian thinking that they have arrived is a congregation thinking that they have arrived. So today, if you are a member here in the body of Christ that meets at Buford, we're going to be asking you, how can you become better today? How can you, regardless of how active, regardless of, 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 of how much work you do in, in this congregation, this congregation is filled with servant-hearted people. We're going to be asking you, how can you be better today? How can you be better this year than you were this past year? What do you need to refine as you look towards 2024. If you are a guest with us today, I see a few guests out here uh, among us today. If you're a guest, we're excited that you're here. This is a great Sunday to visit and be with us here at the Buford Church of Christ. As we look at the future of this congregation, we want you to be a part of it. As we fellowship with one another later on, we want you to join us and, and get to know us a little bit better. But ultimately, we hope that after your time with us today, you will want to leave with the same fire within you, the same willingness to join us in our attempt to get better next year than we are today. Let's take a moment and set the tone for our time together this morning as a whole when it comes to Refine Sunday.
with what the Apostle Peter says in his first epistle. Turn in your Bibles to 1 Peter chapter 1. 1 Peter chapter 1. In 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 7, the Apostle Peter says that the genuineness of your faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it be tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. When we allow ourselves to put our faith to the test, when we allow ourselves to put ourselves through the fires of this life, and when we allow that fire to refine us, we are given a great opportunity to prove the genuineness of our faith, just like the Apostle Peter says here. But not only to prove the genuineness of our faith, but to prove the preciousness of our faith. And ultimately, if our faith is genuine and if our faith is precious in the sight of God, look what he says, it ultimately praises, it ultimately honors, and it ultimately glorifies the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And so today, as we look at ourselves individually, and we ask the necessary questions we need to in order to refine ourselves, to purify ourselves of, of, of any impurities, of any blemishes, of anything within our constitution that, that needs to be removed. Hopefully today you're going to test yourself. In each one of these sessions, test yourself as we try to refine ourselves individually and ourselves as a congregation today. Many of us don't have to go very far to look for the fire in our life. Many of us sitting here today, perhaps you think about putting yourself through the fire or putting yourself to the test, and you, you feel like you're in that every single day of the week. Your life this past year in 2023 has been a putting to the test. Ultimately, we know that every single trial is something that a Christian should glory in. 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 16, what does he say? Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. So today, as we, as we come together, and, and many still continue to come in, we're so glad to have you today. We're going to join in a word of prayer uh, before we get going today. Let's pray. Our God and our Father in heaven, we thank you so much for this day, this, this Lord's Day. And, and every Lord's Day is a special day. Every Lord's Day that we get to come together and, and gather with one another and sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and pray to you and partake of the Lord's Supper, give of our means and, and study your word. Lord, it is an amazing honor to be able to approach your throne. We thank you so much for Jesus Christ who allows us and affords us that opportunity today. 
Lord, as we come together today for a special weekend here at the Buford Congregation, as, as we look to refine ourselves as individuals and refine ourselves as a congregation, pray that you'll bless us. Help us to be honest with one another, honest with ourselves, and help us to remove any, any impurity, any blemish from our life and our walk with you. Help us at the end of this day to be ready for 2024 and all the amazing things that you have in store for us in that year. And we pray that everything we do would glorify you and magnify your name. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. All right, on December 4th, today is December 3rd. On December 4th of 2022, Kyle presented the congregation's theme for the year 2023. Sorry, wrong slide. After many years of, of challenging themes, like the go and do theme, where we asked you to pour yourself into the work of the Lord, challenging themes like the more theme, where we said, you, we are asking you to excel even more, to excel still more in what you are willing to do for the cause of Christ here in Buford, Georgia. After many years of challenging themes like this, asking you to pour yourself into the work of the Lord, this year we wanted to emphasize the beauty of just one. There is something beautiful about simplifying things, tearing things down, breaking things down, just to the simple idea and concept of one. And so that has been our theme in 2023. And to direct us all year long, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 5 has been our text Today, as we begin our reflection over the past year, let's remind ourselves of what was supposed to be our battle cry this year as a congregation, of what was supposed to be what we were focused on and, and what was supposed to mean a lot to us each and every day this year. Turn in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 4. I'm going to read this passage one more time together in 2023. Very, very common passage many of us in the church know. If you don't know this passage, if you're a guest with us today, maybe you've never heard this passage before, this passage is what separates Christianity from the world. In a world full of confusion, in a world full of, of plurality, Christianity is a religion, it, it is a faith of, of singularity. And that's the beauty that we find in our faith. Ephesians chapter 4, beginning in verse 4. There is one body and one spirit. Just as you were called in the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 4 through 6. There's really something beautiful about this passage. 
The thing that is beautiful is the fact that no matter how hectic my life is, how busy my life is, when it comes to my faith, it's not that difficult. There is only one body, and I want to be a part of that body. There is only one Lord, and I want to follow and submit my life to that one Lord. There is only one baptism. The world would have you believe there are, there are many different ways to be baptized. There are many different reasons to be baptized, but, but Paul communicates a single reason. Paul communicates a single type of baptism. Paul communicates that there is only one Father, that there is only one God, and He is above all and through all and in every single one of us that wear the name of Christ. And so looking at this passage, this has been our challenge this year. To take the message of Ephesians chapter 4, verses 4 through 6, and just as David said, to, to put those words on our heart. To put those words in our hearts, in our minds, and in our souls. Just like Paul asked the church in Ephesus to do all those many years ago. And so what we did with this passage is we took this passage and gave ourselves three challenges for this year. If you remember back to December 4th, in the second service, after... Uh, an amazing meal we came back together and tried to stay awake they chose the loudest speaker for the second service this time we're switching it up hoping to wake you up for the day so what we did the second service was we came back and we we gave these challenges that accompanied our theme for 2023 three challenges for each of us individually to accomplish but also for each of us as a co collective congregation to accomplish together. These challenges were intended and were supposed to shape and guide and direct our walk with Christ this year. Do you remember what those challenges were? Somebody starts flipping back in their notes to see what the points were and what were the challenges that, that, that we had as a congregation this year? Ha, have you been focused on them? Have you been working on them? Have you been thinking about them and, 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 and trying to apply them to your life and, and, and trying to get better and better at them? Well, if you don't remember, that's why we're here today. Maybe we all need a little bit of refining today when it comes to what we were thinking about in 2023. You see, when we see one Lord there, you see the three uh, highlighted uh, phrases there, one Lord. When we see one Lord, we challenged ourselves to choose one new way to serve the Lord in 2023. When we see one faith, we challenged us as a whole to, to reach out and build one new Christian relationship this year. And lastly, when we see one baptism, we asked each one of us to, to go out into our everyday life and find one person to impact their soul this year for the Lord.
These were our challenges. These were the things that, that we asked of each of you. And it's amazing to look back after a year. And what we're going to be doing today is looking back and, and asking, how did we do? How did we do? You see, it's very, it's very fun for, for ministers to come up with themes and, and to come up with, with sermon uh, uh, what do you call them, Kyle? Sermon plans, not plans. Sermon series. The series king, Kyle Rye. It's fun for us to come up with series, right? And it's fun for us to have the posters and to look forward to these series. And, and, to do, and just as ministers, it's fun. It's fun for us. It's fun for us to, to map out those series and to map out the themes and, and to present ideas to the elders that accompany those themes but if we did nothing to accomplish the themes all year long, then what was it for? If we don't ever take the next step as a congregation to, to listen to these messages and, and to listen to these themes and, and to turn around and then apply them to our life, then it's useless. We're just sitting here and accompanying a seat every single week and, and never planning on taking it into our everyday life. You look at this list of three things. We asked you to imagine the value that just one new way to serve could mean for your life. What could just one new way to serve, what value would that add to your life? And to your happiness as a member of the church here in Beaufort. We asked you to imagine what just one new Christian relationship would add to your life. What is the value of, of, of growing closer with just one new person to the point that at the beginning of the year maybe they sat over here and and you sat over here, and at some point in the year, your paths crossed in the lobby, and instead of just passing one another, saying, how you doing? Good, how are you? Somebody says, you know, funny thing, one time, you know, we, 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 we get accustomed to just saying, fine, how are you? Good, how are you, right? Have you ever had that go wrong? You ever just say, good, how about you? When somebody asks you a question that has nothing to do with the response, good, how about you? I remember one time I was a kid, uh, I, was, I was probably 13 or 14 years old, and this sweet, sweet lady at church, she was 95 years old, and she was so sweet, and she came up to me and said, Ben, how's school going? I said, good, how about you? <laughs> to uh, a 95-year-old lady, and she just looked at me like, all right. And I didn't catch it until about 10 seconds after. I, you know, I'm walking. I'm like, okay, she's not looking at me. You know, it's like it, it, we do that all the time because our interactions have become so cold with one another, right? Our interactions have, have, have become almost meaningless in a lot of times when we just pass one another and we don't actually ask how you're doing. I remember I had a friend in college, that same question, right? How you doing? You say, I'm doing good. How about you? And every single time he would actually stop and go, no, no, no. 
how are you really doing? And about six or seven times out of ten, I would say, you know what, actually, I'm having a terrible day. So many times we just take our interactions with one another for granted. And so we asked ourselves to, to ask the question, what would one new Christian relationship, what's the value that that could add to your life? And lastly, we asked one another, what is the value of just one more soul? What is the value of one single solitary soul and, and therefore what amount of energy, what amount of time, what amount of money would you be willing to spend on just one soul? These were our challenges this year. And so for the remainder of our time together in this session this morning, let's see how we did. Let's see how we did as a congregation and let's be honest with ourselves as to how we did individually when it comes to living out these challenges in 2023. First of all, we ask you to choose one new way to serve. And at a congregation this size, there is no limit to the number of opportunities there are to serve here at Buford. Yet... For many of us, finding where you can thrive and finding where you can contribute remains to be a challenge. Finding a way to utilize our God-given talents to their full potential has been a struggle for many of us. Regardless of how long you've been in the church, there are people who've been in the church their whole lives and have never really found true meaning in, in any type of or any form of service and and because of that, they're unhappy. Because of that, they feel like they're missing out because all these other people seem to have all this meaning and seem to have all these different things that they do and, and, and all I do is show up. Because of this reality in our congregation and, and in every congregation, we know that this is a reality. As, as a leadership, we, we know the reality is that most of us struggle to find where we fit in. Most of us struggle to find a place to serve. Because of this struggle, the ministers wanted to, be, wanted to have a centralized and localized place that anyone who is searching for a new way to serve, anyone could go to this place and find a, find a way to serve. They could go to this place and, and receive all the information they could possibly need. They could receive all the different contacts for that ministry or, or for uh, that, that, that form of service. But more importantly, they, they could find a place that would tell them how they can get involved with that ministry. And so with the help of our amazing office ladies, our deacons... Our elders, our ministry coordinators, George Reese, and Charlie Boyd's team, we completed the ministry center that you now see in the lobby of our building. This is a place 
that is intentionally designed for members and guests alike to be able to come to, to one place and discover all the ways that God can use them in this church. All the ways that God can use their talents for the cause of Christ. And one of the important things that we considered as, as ministers and as, as we were thinking about this, we wanted our ministry center first and foremost for there to be an ability for it to grow. For that ministry center to grow larger and, and, and more full as time goes on for as much as the Lord wills for our work to be in this community and in this state, nation, and, and across the world. And an untold amount of hours was dedicated to make this ministry center a reality. You know, we asked you to find one new way to serve. But with our ministry center and the way it is now, we truly believe as a leadership that you could not only find one new way to serve, you could find dozens of new ways to serve if you're looking for it. The only question is, are you willing to serve? Are you willing to serve? In many circumstances, it comes down to to whether or not you're, you're willing to stop complaining. Are you willing to stop complaining about never discovering your fit in the church, never discovering where you belong or, or, or what you can do in the church? And, and are you willing to stop complaining about the lack of opportunities and actually seek out the opportunities that are available here in the church? The question is, are, are you or, or have you been willing to make conscious decisions and actions to change the status quo of your walk with Christ this year? If at the end of this year, you still feel like you did December 4th of 2022, with very little meaning, very little work in your life, then please don't leave here without dropping by our ministry center and seeing and trying to find something that you can do for the cause of Christ here at Buford. What if that ministry center could add an untold amount of value to your life? What if that one ministry that you would absolutely dominate is out there. All you got to do is, is inquire. But also, today we have a very unique opportunity with our ministry fair. In the lobby, maybe you notice that there are some tables set up. There are going to be the leaders of those different ministries are going to be there for you to ask questions. There Find ways to get involved or sign up in any way that you can. What if that one ministry is sitting out there on the table and all you got to do is ask the question that will add infinite amount of value to your life in Christ? Another way that the church this year was asked to serve was through our reach team. I know that many of us have social media. Many of you don't. 
And if you don't, that's just fine. But if you do have social media, if you do use these platforms, what are you doing with that platform to show those friends, to show those followers that you, that you are a follower of Christ? That you attend the, the Buford Church of Christ? One of the great ways that we have been able to serve the Lord this year, we believe, is through this REACH team led by Pam Newman and Bethany Bohannon and Aaron Reynolds, along with the content creation of our ministers. In March of 2023, the elders set out the plan to have a more focused social media effort. The goals were to be a positive light on social media platforms to encourage, to connect with the community by learning about God and creating awareness about the Buford Church of Christ. As a part of reaching these goals, the REACH team was started as a new ministry and has 30 members thus far. Members of the REACH team agree to regularly like, share, and tweet the posts that we send out as a congregation. And because of these efforts, just in eight months alone, from March to now, the REACH and the engagement with our social media post has been well above the secular industry's standards and their, and their averages. And that's not even to mention when it comes to other brotherhood, congregation, social media presence. Here's some numbers for you to think about. In Facebook and Instagram, we had a total of 427 posts. That's a lot, by the way. 427 posts were made. 936,000 people saw our content. 936,000 people saw our content from the Buford Church of Christ. 1.1 million screens viewed our content. We saw a 124% increase in our followers and our fans in just this last eight months. And now we have over 3,000. When it comes to our YouTube channel started in March, we now have over 100 subscribers and 27 YouTube shorts created by our ministers. The question is, how can you help with this continuing going on forward in 2024? Well, you could engage with Buford social media platforms and posts. Many of you are not even following the Buford Church of Christ. Are you kidding me? No, I'm just kidding. Right? Why are you here? No, I'm just kidding. First of all, you can engage with our content, right? You could become a part of the REACH team today. There's a table out in the lobby that'll help you understand everything you need to know about it. All you've got to do is ask the question. You may question the impact of a single social media post or, or maybe your social media platform or, or your realm of friends. How could this really impact someone and how is this really just a way to serve? But I promise you, it will be rewarding. We've had so many people reach out to us. We've had so many people comment. We've had people visit with us. We've had people come back to the church because of our social media presence this year. 
We've had people request Bible studies because of this outreach and because of our reach team. And so if you really want to know what to mean, what, what, what you can do, what, 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 all you got to do is ask. Number two, we asked you to build one new Christian relationships. How many opportunities do you think you have had over the last year to build a Christian relationship with somebody in this room today? Man, I don't have the time to add it up, and I don't think I could because I'm not good at math. That's Craig. But if I were to add it up, I'm sure it would be in the thousands of opportunities if, if you were to be available and, and, and able to go to all the opportunities of the church, it'd be in the thousands of opportunities to build a new relationship with somebody in the church. Think of all the gatherings, the fellowships, the service opportunities that we have as a congregation at Buford. The question is, how did you spend your time? Did you bolt for the car? Did you stay in the same clique of five friends that you've always had your whole life, the past 30 years? How did you spend your time with all of those opportunities? Did you find someone new to talk to? Or did you sit alone hoping that someone else would do the work required to build a relationship with you? And at the end of the year, here you are, looking around, having built no Christian relationships this year, wanting to blame everyone else instead of asking yourself what you did to walk into 2024 with a closer relationships with your brothers and sisters here this morning. You know, if you weren't here or if you missed Kyle's series called Membership Matters, or if you were here and you need a reminder, go check that series out. That was one of the reasons he, he gave us that series was to think about building the, the importance of, of membership. Not just placing membership, but being a part of the body of Christ. And in that series, he very aptly said, the church is not an organization, it is an organism. And what that means is the church here in Buford is filled with a place. It, 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 it's a place filled with real people. You know, you may feel like you're on the outs and you're not close to anybody because you're intimidated by the thought of going and talking to somebody. Because maybe they look like they have it more together than, they, than you do. Their grandparents and their grandparents before them were all members of the church. And here I am, I'm a first generation Christian. I can't go have a relationship with that person. But what you need to understand this morning is there is not one single person in this building more important than the next. Not one. Not an elder, not a minister, not a deacon. Not a single person is more important than the next one in this room. Every one of us has been brought to the same level in Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither male nor female. There is neither slave nor free. But you are all one in Christ Jesus. Galatians chapter 3, right? 
Everyone in this building needs that same blood of Jesus. We each have struggles. We each have disappointments. We each have baggage. We each have embarrassments. We each have a past that we wish we didn't. And whatever is telling you inside of you this morning, whatever is telling you that you shouldn't go out and build that Christian relationship with that person, or that you should be intimidated by the people that are next to you this morning, I can promise you that's not coming from God. I can promise you that's not the will of God. Because that's just what Satan wants us to believe. He doesn't want us to be close. Do you think Satan is rooting for our unity? Man, I hope that they get close this Sunday. Man, I hope that they sit by one another and love one another and break some bread and nana pudding together today. I'm hoping for that. You think Satan's just cheering for us today? He doesn't want us to have unity because he knows the gates of hell cannot withstand the force of a marching congregation with locked arms. We ask you to build one new Christian relationship. And lastly, we ask you to impact one new soul for Christ. We ask you to find just one soul, just, just one soul who needed the gospel of Jesus Christ and impact them for the better. Many of you hopefully remember the relaunching of our Who Is My Neighbor ministry. And with it, the accompanying implementation of the Who Is Your One card. We passed out these cards and we asked you to write down one person that needs the gospel. Whether it be a neighbor next door or a neighbor at school or a neighbor at work or a friend or a family member that needs Jesus, we ask you to write their name down. We ask you to put that card on the back of your phone case or to put it in your dashboard or to put it on your mirror or to put it on your refrigerator. Whatever it took so that every time you saw that card, you thought about that person who was lost. You thought about that neighbor who needed you to be a neighbor to them. And remember, we, we said at the beginning, all it takes, all it would take was for one person to do this. And it would change the world. Remember, we, we said all it would take was for one person to actually do this this year. If one single person was brought to the Lord this year, it would have been worth all the time, energy, and money in the world. Jesus says, what will a man give in exchange for his soul? So I ask the same question. What are you willing to give in exchange for a soul, a new soul. This is my favorite part of the year. Because so many of you did it. You did it. Jaime Velasquez was baptized the day before we, we passed out those cards. Rich didn't need any help. He was already doing it. 
How many Velasquez is a friend of, of, of Rich Whedon? He was baptized into Christ on March 26th of this year at the conclusion of our annual men's retreat. But what you may not know is the months and months of work put in by our good friend and brother Rich Whedon. Months of study, months of discussions, months of questions, right? Questions that Jaime had about the Lord. And at the conclusion of it, Jaime obeyed the gospel. He's here this morning. All because one friend was willing to show another friend the way to Christ. Katrina Chambers is the wife of Quincy Chambers. Quincy Chambers just might be the greatest depiction of Christian joy I've ever seen in my life. If you don't know Quincy, please get to know this man. I promise he'll make you happier after you talk to him. I remember the day I gave that lesson, Quincy comes up to me with his card and he shows me, he shows me the card and there was his wife's name. And with tears welling up in his eyes, I wrapped him up in a great big hug. Many of you either love or hate those for me. But I, I told him that together, with the Lord's help, we were going to fix it. And seven days later, we baptized Katrina into Christ. And the Lord washed her sins away, all because one husband was willing to show his wife the way to Jesus. Adam and Bonnie Graham are the proud parents of little C.J. and Hattie Graham. At the beginning of this year, they were incredibly spiritual people. But they had not yet been shown the Lord's plan for their salvation. Now, they not, have, not only have obtained the forgiveness of their sins and a home here in the body of Christ, now they get to raise their children in that same body of Christ. All because one person made it their mission to show them the way. Alyssa Vahimir, Vahimir is the friend and co, I, I believe co-worker, I'm not sure, co-worker? Was a co-worker of Caitlin Newman Hopkins. I remember at the conclusion of that lesson, Caitlin told me, uh, we, we went to their house and there was the Who Is My Neighbor ministry on, on, on her table and I asked her about it and she said she was going to talk to, she had already been engaging in conversations with Alyssa, said, I, th this is it, Alyssa's my one. And after a few discussions, a lot of discussions, we love Caitlin, right? A lot of discussions, a few Bible studies, we received news one day when we were at lunch that they were heading to the building to baptize her into Christ. Alyssa then joined us for the summer cookout. She continues to watch Buford's worship online since she moved away, she, 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 she moved um, uh, a long way away, but she still watches us every time she can. And she's now our sister in Christ because 
someone was willing to show her the way. Emma Stowe has been attending the Buford Church of Christ for some time now. For over a, a year, she was going to Buford Youth Group events, learning. Of course, alongside the strapping Noah Allen, of course. In many respects, Emma was a good example and a leader to her peers as nothing more than a visitor. But when Noah decided to make her his one, it wasn't long before she couldn't be called a visitor anymore. We were blessed to baptize her into Christ in June, and there, and there celebrating with her was her mother, who at the time had no idea what her daughter was doing or why, but she would find out soon. Because little did she know, Emma, that day made her her one. Anthony Sims was invited halfway through the summer to join the Buford Youth Group on different events by his good friend and buddy J.P. Coker. J.P. had made him his one, and over the course of just a month, Anthony became the youth group favorite, okay? The youth group favorite. If you didn't like Anthony, it's just because you're just, you're the Grinch. I mean, your heart is just two sizes too small. This guy was a light, instant light. Lit up a room. Still does. He's working this morning. That's why he couldn't be with us this morning. His excitement and his willingness, I'm trying guys. His excitement and his willingness to put himself out there with all these brand new people he had no idea who they were after just a month JP scheduled a Bible study with him and we, we, we baptized him into Christ for a mission of his sins all because one friend made it their mission to show another friend the way how about this as a congregation it wasn't one of our ones we didn't have time to make him our one because one day after we served this family they obeyed the gospel the Puckett family was impacted by this entire congregation for the cause of Christ. They've since moved to, to Tacoa, Georgia and plan on worshiping there. All because a random group of people was assigned to do yard work. Tara Farmer is that mother that we were talking about with Emma Stowe, who watched her daughter obey the gospel back in June. After seeing Emma's faith continue to, to grow and her joy abound, a few months later, she finally broke down one night at dinner, unprompted, and said, I'm ready. I'm ready to study with somebody at the church. As she joined me in the water, I asked Emma, can I see your phone? Emma hands me her phone, and I, I show Tara the back of her phone that had her card with her name on it. After explaining its meaning to Tara, tears streamed down her face, and we baptized her into Christ Jesus. All because one daughter was willing to show her mother the way.
And these are just but a few stories that could be told about this year of what we have done to impact souls in the kingdom this year here at Buford. In fact, 23 souls have been added to the kingdom this year. And that is largely because you were willing to impact one new soul for Christ this year. All we needed was one to truly change the world, but the Lord outdid himself this year. And may he receive all the glory, praise, and honor. As we bring our refined session this morning to a close, I just want to thank every single one of you who were willing to embark on these challenges together with us this year. 2023 brought us many different obstacles as individuals and as a congregation. But remember this, with every single obstacle is an opportunity. For those of you who chose one new way to serve, for those of you who built one new Christian relationship, for those of you who impacted one new soul for Christ, it is my prayer that you never forget the value that Christ brought to your life this year in that endeavor. And I cannot wait to see what he's going to do through you in 2024. Thank you. We're dismissed till worship.